listening to the Chi Podcast, the place dedicated to educating and supporting parents and professionals, hosted by Dr. Sandy Munoz, CEO of the Children's Healing Institute. The way we talk to our children becomes their inner voice. Patty O'Mara. Hi, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Chi Podcast. Have you ever considered yourself to be a tiger mom? Do you know the story about Amy Chua and her controversial memoir entitled Battle Hymn of the Tiger Mother? She was the mother of two teenage daughters who described herself as a no-nonsense, super strict parent. She expected straight A's and also made her children participate in gym, drama, and endless hours of piano and violin practice. Sleepover, playdates, and TV were prohibited, which led to the nickname Tiger Mom. When I read about the Tiger Mom, I had to stop and take a hard look at myself. Was I putting too much pressure on my teenage daughter? Was I being unrealistic? So I asked her, and she said yes, because it's just not me she is getting pressure from. She feels pressure from others around her, like her teacher and her own need to perform to her satisfaction. Generally, having high expectation for your children is a good thing. A research study of high school students found that parents who maintain higher expectation of their kids' competence and performance in school, the better the kids did. Unconsciously as parents, we tend to build up expectation and dreams about our children's future and the individuals they should grow up to be, and we pass these expectations on to them. Between zero to three, a child's brain undergoes an amazing period of development, producing over 700 neural connections every second. As a parent, we want to make the most of this, so we push our kids. But when is it too much? When does expectation become a bad thing? Parents differ in their opinions about how much pressure kids need. In a survey conducted by the Pew Research Center, found that 64% of Americans say parents aren't putting enough pressure on their kids to do well, while other parents insist that kids can't be kids anymore because they are constantly pressured to perform well. We can say that this is the authoritarian versus authoritative parenting. Authoritative and authoritarian parenting are probably the two most common parenting styles. While they both imply authority, they have completely different principles. Authoritative parents are likely to be warm, nurturing, and responsive. It promotes a secure attachment in their children and children with secure attachments are healthier and happier. Authoritarian parents, on the other hand, are the complete opposites. Authoritarian parents tend to be the most strict parents. They believe that their parenting style will produce children who are capable, well-rounded, high-achieving members of society. These parents lay out rigid rules and consequences and enforce them rigidly, like the tiger mom. While pushing for children to perform well and be successful in life is inevitable, pushing them constantly to fulfill our expectations can only make them doubt themselves. Neuroscientists have found that this kind of chronic stress can trigger long-term changes in the brain structures and function. Children exposed to chronic stress are prone to mental disorders. In a study entitled, Don't Aim Too High for Your Kids, found that parental overaspiration was related to detrimental performance in academics, specifically math. What does overaspiration mean? 
It means having expectations that don't match your child's ability or competence level. Some things that kids may experience when parents put enormous pressure on them are higher rates of mental illness, like depression and anxiety. Also self-esteem problems. The constant stress to perform interferes with the child's identity formation and causes them to feel that they are not good enough. They can have sleep deprivation. They can put themselves at risk for injuries, like athletes who feel a lot of pressure to perform may continue to participate in a sport despite being injured. They can have increased likelihood of cheating. Or they can refuse to participate, especially when kids feel the goal is always to be the best. They are not likely to participate when they feel they are not likely to shine. So how do we know when we're putting too much pressure on our kids? Well, have you taken the time to talk to them? It can be an eye-opener, like my daughter said to me. I am not the only one that she feels pressure from. She also feels it from her teacher, her coaches, and herself. A couple of things that we can also look at is, are we micromanaging our child's activities, trying to make sure that they're doing everything right? If we want children to perform well, we have to allow for mistakes and consequences because it is consequences that becomes life's greatest teachers. Are we criticizing more than we praise, always looking for what our child is doing wrong instead of what they're doing right? Criticism does not create motivation. Do we act like every situation is life-altering? Meaning, are we sending the message that every test, competition, or performance is the only one that matters or their life will be doomed? Do we compare our child to other kids? Doing a comparison between siblings or friends can be so damaging to a child's self-esteem, and it can reduce their willingness to do things where they may not excel. Finally, do we lose our cool and become frustrated when our child doesn't meet our expectation? Losing our temperament because a child isn't performing as well as we might like is putting too much pressure on the child. It takes guts to accept who our children are and to be at peace with it. We have to find a healthy balance to encourage our children to be their own best without trying to force unrealistic expectations on them. Let's face it, children go up very quickly. One minute they are going into kindergarten and the next they are graduating high school. It seems to happen in the blink of an eye. At the end of the day, what do we want our children to remember? The constant pressure of having to perform their best at all times? or the time that dad took them fishing, or we went out and played with them in the driveway. We have to ensure that we're taking time to make memories with our children every day, because it is these memories that will help them develop and grow into balanced, stable adults. So until next time, my friends, go and play with your kids, because in the end, that is really what will matter to them. Stay safe and stay healthy. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to our message today. If you're interested in our organization, please visit our website at www.childrenshealinginstitute.org. And don't forget to follow us on our other platforms by searching the Children's Healing Institute in the search bar. See you next week.